Hello, my darling souls. I am Kath Telford. Did you know you can rewrite your story? It's true. I've done it a hundred times. Throughout this journey, I will share stories with you where I have dealt with trauma, loss, and insurmountable grief. How I healed myself from mental, physical, and sexual abuse. My battle with an eating disorder, low self-esteem, and chronic depression. I will also share lots of happiness and joy. Along the way, I will have some amazing guests who have inspired me and helped me become the woman I am today, all of whom have transformed their own lives. My mission with this podcast is to create a community, one where you will feel seen, heard, and above all else, loved. You are invited to reach out to me with your questions and input on what you would like to hear. With your permission, I will open your hearts and minds to the truth about life. This ride may get bumpy at times, so buckle up and let's go. Good morning, evening, afternoon, wherever you are, and welcome to my podcast. I am so freaking excited to be able to share this with you, this big dream of mine that is finally coming to the forward position, for want of a better term. Um, I have been wanting to share my story to the world for a very, very long time and was never quite sure how to get that across and uh a couple of months ago, it came to me, podcast, do a podcast. And um, I went on a little bit of a journey toing and froing from this idea. But I knew that it was the platform that I needed to come on to share my story and tell you a bit more about who I am, where I've come from, what I've been through in life that's led me to where I am now, 58 years of age, starting a new online business and doing this which is fucking exciting so I am so grateful to each and every one of you for all of you who are listening that have helped me through the last couple of months to get to this stage Um, all the questions that I've asked back and forth uh, the doubt that I have felt the unworthiness that I've felt um, and the inability that I've felt to think that I could do something like this And the common response from most of my friends and family who know me and love me and have been through it all with me, the common response was, Kath, you could talk underwater, get on the mic, tell your story. So here I am. So trying to decide on what the best first episode could be and I have gone back and forth with Do I start from day dot? Do I start from my birth? Do I start from my adoption story? Do I start at an abuse story? Do I start at a depression story? Or do I start at the most recent, uh, the most recent time that has brought me to today? And I think, well, I know I sat with my guides this morning and I checked in and they said, This is the way to go. So I'm going to take you on a little bit of a background journey, first of all, so that you understand 
the scenario and the situation that I came to be in when I had this huge awakening back in March. I have a 31-year-old son who has given me permission, full permission to talk about him and his journey and how intertwined we have been with each other for the last 15 years throughout his journey and mine. Um, My son has battled a drug addiction since he was about 16 or 17 years of age. And over these years, 15 years now I think we're up to, we have gone to hell and back on so many occasions I can't even begin to tell you today. But the stories will come um, and in time I hope that he will join me on a couple of episodes to share how he's going on the other side of this. Um, But so back to me, um, a few years ago I had a group of girlfriends reach out and we were going to um, go to, please excuse me, I say I'm a lot, I'm trying to work on that one. We were going to go on a girls' weekend retreat, a gathering of the goddesses it was called, and um, good old Big C hit in 2020 and it put a big spanner in the works and we'd all paid for our tickets and we'd all booked the uh, events at the festival that we wanted to attend. So fast forward to the end of last year, mid to the end of last year, my son had entered rehab, which was the first time ever, first time ever he had gone into rehab and not necessarily because he chose to. It was a case of he had to by that stage. Um, And I had so much hope, so much hope. I was so engaged in his outcome. And to be brutally honest, I had been for 15 years. I had become so addicted to his addiction and so involved in his life to the point where I forgot all about me. I forgot all about mine. My health was suffering. I was gaining weight. I was depressed. I was living in a state of hypervigilance where I was just waiting for the next penny to drop, the next shoe to drop, the next phone call from whoever was going to call me with some bad news. So he went into rehab I was so hopeful. Things were looking really good. And come January, February, things went south. And they went south very, very quickly. And I barely had time to catch my breath. So we had the festival on a weekend in March that finally happened. So my girlfriends and I packed up our cars and our tents and our decorations so that we could make the most beautiful possible campsite ever for a goddess weekend and I was less than excited I can't even tell you how unexcited I was because I was feeling so completely dead inside I was having difficulties in my relationship at home and I was worried about my son, who at this point had gone MIA, missing in action. 
I had no idea where he was. I was reaching out to him, asking him to come home. I was doing everything in my power to get him back to safety, get him back to me where he needed to be. So off we go on this weekend away and we get there Thursday and we unpack and we set up our campsite and we had decorations up and it was fucking amazing and we were all very excited by this stage. I actually found a little bit of excitement by this stage but still had this feeling of dread um, in the back of my mind that things weren't right, something wasn't right somewhere. And I continued to text my son and ask him to come home, tell him I'd come and pick him up. I don't care where you are, wherever you are, I'll come and get you. I just want to know you're safe. I just want to know you're alive. I just want to know you're okay. Um, And this proceeded into the evening, the first evening at the campsite. And uh, whether it was a good or a bad idea, I started to drink. We were all sitting around having a bit of a celebratory drink and I decided to drink a tad too much and ended up sitting up all night in my bed, crying like a mad woman, texting him, pleading him to come home, pleading him to let me come and get him. And I think I finally fell asleep at about 5am. So I didn't venture out of my camper van until probably about 11 o'clock the Friday morning and everyone was sitting there looking at me and uh, the girls in my crew and were all a bit concerned because they could see I'd had a rough one and they checked in to make sure I was okay and I was very quiet and I was very withdrawn and literally I just felt dead on the inside. I felt so dead I felt so lost I felt so terrified that's the only word I can explain I just we had gone through what to many would have been rock bottom so many times over the years with my son and I felt there was another big one coming massive one coming and that sense of doom was just hanging over me So I sat up with the girls around the campsite for a while and we chatted and um, I decided to take myself back off to bed. And I finally was able to fall asleep and they all went off into the camp area to participate in whatever activities they'd signed up for for the weekend, meditation, yoga, dancing in the forest naked, whatever anyone wanted to do. It was an amazing experience in hindsight. Um, and during my sleep, which wasn't a particularly deep sleep, but I had this unbelievable vision. And I can only explain it as a vision because it was so vivid that it seemed not to be a dream. And in this vision, I was holding my son. And I was crying and I was crying and I was crying and I was begging him to come back to me in whatever way he could, spiritually, emotionally, physically, just come back to me, come home to mum, please come home to mum. 
And suddenly he started to back away from me and I realised that we were in what appeared to be a sack, like a uterine sack, you know, like the baby sack. And he backed away and he backed away and he backed away and he burst out of this sack. It shattered behind him. Fluid went everywhere. And this massive ray of sunshine came in and he stood up and he was a man. My little boy wasn't my little boy anymore. He was a grown-ass man. And he looked at me and he said, Mama, you've got to let me do this. You've got to let me go. You've got to let me follow this journey in my own way. And I woke up from this vision, dream, whatever it was. And the grief that I felt in my heart was probably the most deep, 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 deep grief I think I've ever felt. When the girls came back to camp and I heard them all arrive back one at a time and I ventured out of my campsite, out of my camper and I shared this story with all of them and we all sat there and we talked about different things and different aspects of what it could have meant. I knew what it meant. It was pretty clear. But we talked it through and then we all proceeded to get on with our afternoon and go back around things. But I couldn't shift this grief. I couldn't move this sense of loss. It was so deep inside of me and it was like nothing else I'd ever felt. And I've been through a lot of loss and grief over my life. I've lost my mum, my dad, my birth mother, friends. But this felt like I'd just lost my child, my son, my little boy. And it was horrible. So the weekend proceeded. We went to bed Friday night. Nobody touched alcohol, particularly me. I didn't think I needed any more. And Saturday came about and we all headed off to do our different activities that we'd booked in for. And I went and had a card reading. And as I was walking back to the campsite, I came across this healing tent. And I can't even remember the name of the one that I was drawn to. But I thought, oh, I'll go in here. I really need to shift this 
heaviness in my heart. I want to get into this weekend. I want to enjoy my girlfriends. I want to enjoy the space and the outdoors and the music and everything else that was going on around us. So I went into this tent and met this incredible woman, had a quick chat to her about what I'd just experienced the day before with this vision. And she proceeded to do a healing on me. And during that healing, she started to talk in light language. I didn't know what light language was at the time. I'd heard tongues and I'd heard all sorts of other things. But she started to talk over the top of me with the healing bowl or whatever she was using in this light language. And, oh, my God, I could feel the grief leave my body. I felt it leave my body. I can't explain it any other way. It was huge. The relief that I felt, the knowing that it was all going to be okay, it was all going to work out, that everything was exactly as it was meant to be, that knowing took over. And I felt light and I felt calm and I felt peace. And I walked out of that tent a new person. I walked out of that tent a completely new person. I know it sounds bizarre, but it was full on. It was like I had to go to the depths of complete and utter despair and loss to actually recognise that transformation when it kicked in. Call it an awakening, call it whatever you want to call it. It was a complete transformation. Anyway, I slowly wandered back to side after looking at a couple of the little stalls along the way and listening to some music and, you know, chatting to people. And I got back to our campsite and my girlfriends who were there looked at me and literally said, what the fuck just happened? What did you just do? You look like a new person. And I took a photo. I took a couple of photos of myself because I couldn't understand why they were banging on and saying this to me because, you know, I felt like a new person. But the fact that they saw the transformation in my face and they all said to me, and then another girlfriend came back to camp, one of my dearest friends, beautiful shout out, Kim, came back to camp after a meditation session and she looked at me and she was chat, 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 and she looked up and she went, oh, my God, what happened? What did you do? You look so peaceful. Tell me all about it. And I couldn't really talk about it. I couldn't really put into words what I had just experienced. Only that I felt like a million bucks. Anyway, fast forward, took some photos, and damn it, I looked like a different person. And I will post the photos on my Instagram. Not the greatest photos. But when you see my eyes, my eyes were the bluest I think I've ever seen them. They were clear. My skin looked clear. And I can't even explain what happened. 
only it was the most amazing thing that I think I've ever felt. Weekend progressed. Sunday morning, I wake up to a huge kick up the ass from the universe saying to me, when are you going to start doing your healing work again? So the again came from, I tried this 20-something years ago and life took a big turn for me back then, which is another story I'll go into. And I was like, what do you mean? What am I supposed to do? What are you telling me I need to do? I work full time. I haven't got time to start a business. Bloody, 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 blah, all the excuses under the sun. And they said to me, you need to start doing your healing circles again. You need to start sharing your word. You need to start teaching people what you know and telling your story. And so I did. In a nutshell, I got back from that weekend. I set up a website. I set up my Instagram page, which wasn't great because I'm not exactly technically uh, switched on, but I gave it a good red-hot go. I ran about town putting flyers around, booking places to hold my healing circles. You know, I put all the strategies in place that I thought were going to get me people or get me clients, get me business, whatever. I had every good intention and it didn't quite work out as I first thought. You know, I named the company or the business Radical AF, Forgiveness Coach. Uh Because following another healing, the woman told me that I was going to do this and it was going to be successful, it was going to be amazing and I need to put a modern spin on what I already knew that I'd learned 25 years before. Radical AF, that's what I came up with. And I still fucking love that name because that is pretty me. I'm pretty good Radical AF. I'm slightly nuts. I'm completely batty. I love it. I actually love, I love who I am. I really do love who I am. And I'm very grateful for the personality that I've got. Anyway, long story short, Radical AF didn't quite kick off the way I wanted it to. And I came across on the internet one day uh, a woman named Monique who is Conscious Hub on TikTok and YouTube if you look for her. Um, Shout out Mon, my first ever spiritual mentor. Well, the first in 25 years. And I did a four-week mentorship with her and got to see some more insights into myself and learn a bit more about myself and do some more healing. Um, and then from there I noticed I got I got angry. I had a lot of anger coming up. And I didn't know that I had that much anger inside me. Anyway, we worked through that and... I went on my merry way and processed a few more things that were coming up and then I came across my gorgeous Natalie Patterson who is my current coach and mentor and I am ever, 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 ever so grateful for her um, and the love and the undeniable support and encouragement that she gives each and every one of her clients to get them to exactly where they need to be or want to be, for want of a better word, to where they want to be and deserve to be. And so she's helped to get me to this point where I'm sitting here with you today, banging on to you on a microphone, (laughs) telling you my life story. Anyway, there you go. 
that's the most recent time that has helped to lead me to where I am today. And it was a pretty big one. And I didn't want to cry on my first episode, but when I talk about my kids, they make my heart swell so much, either good or bad, but they make me cry with pride and with love. (sighs) Fucking massive headache sometimes, but I love them both so dearly. So that is it for me, for my first ever podcast. There will be plenty more to come. I will be having so many amazing guests along the way. I've already got a list um, of people that want to come on here and share this experience with me and share their stories with you and the transformations that they've had in their lives and the shit that they've been through and how they got to where they are now. And there won't be any glossing over because I don't believe in glossing over because people need to know, you need to know, the real steps that we had to take to get to the other side. And it's not to say that every day isn't still a challenge. There will always be things coming up. And today, I full disclosure, trying to get ready to make this podcast and coming up with ideas on what to share with you can I tell you the amount of shit that has come up for me, memories that I had completely blocked out, things that I'd never talked about to anybody. So in the last couple of weeks since I decided to make this podcast, I've done a shitload more healing and I've cried a lot and I've laughed a lot and I am I can't actually say how grateful I am. I can say. I am so grateful for all of it because every time I go through it, I wake up feeling better and fresher and more equipped to deal with whatever else the world's got to throw at me. So thank you, thank you, thank you to each and every one of you who have tuned in today. I hope that you get as much out of this podcast as I do sharing it with you. And there will be show notes to tell you how you can get in touch with me, to share your stories, to reach out, talk to me, ask me questions, anything you want to do to make you feel part of this because this is a community. This is something that I've been wanting to do for a very long time was create a safe space for people to share their stories and we've all got them and we all deserve to speak about them and we don't know who we are going to touch with our story and whose life we could change. So I love you. I am looking forward to my next episode with you and every episode after that. Take care. Love you all, my darlings. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I'm so, so grateful for each and every one of you. To get in touch with me regarding any of my episodes, you will find me on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. Looking forward to sharing more of these with you. I love you. Bye.